What it is, what it do, you tuned in to the Jose Morales Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Morales, and we're back on another episode. This time, I have a good friend of mine on. I have my man Gabe Lemon on. Welcome to the show, Appreciate my man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have him on for many reasons, but he has a good story, uh, how he made a move from Southern California to the great Northern California. Had to throw that in there for him. And uh, he is owner of G6, and he is uh, operating out of Playmakers in the Arden area. Those that are familiar with the Sacramento location, there's a great gym down in Arden. Um, I wanted to ask you first, what are your demographics like? What is what kind of people are you serving? Like, are you towards more of the younger people, older people? Yeah. Tell us about your clients. So I would say the main clientele obviously is probably youth athletes, youth right? Athletes? So ranging from probably like, you know, middle school all the way to college, right? Um, but we try not to be uh, in this one box, try to be as diverse as we can. So yeah. we do a lot of adults as well. So cool. we're just keeping options open, you know what I'm saying? Uh, tell us about, is it classes or is it one-on-one -on -one sessions? Yeah, so along the lines as like the business growing, we do a lot of like small group models now or team training. Um, that one-on-ones, as you know, that can get kind of like tiresome Hell yeah. on your time. So gotten some more on that small group model team training so that number one, clients can compete. You yeah. know, it's a, it's a different mindset when you one-on-one -on -one, and there's certain clients that you do have. But uh, once you get into a group, you get to get like the best version of people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because now you're competing against that guy, you're running, you're doing this. Yes, sir. That makes sense. Are uh, these athletes that you have, is it one sport specific? Like, oh, we're with basketball, football, or is it a variety Yeah, of so sports? I think like when I first moved out here, I was like the football guy just because I played football in college. Mm -hmm. But now working with multiple sports, man, from water polo, swimming, um, soccer, you know, baseball. Like I said, we try to keep it diverse. I don't want to just be the football the trainer. Football guy. That makes you know? sense. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah, man. And the, I have to throw this in there, man. This guy right here, we we hooked up through a, through his wife, which is a mutual friend of mine, a mutual friend. Uh, we all connected. We went to high school together, and your wife is a hustler. I'm like, yes, I said, yes. I said, when I ha when I have this podcast with Gabe, I, we have to give a shout out to Jess. Oh, absolutely. And talk about Jess. And we just talked about a little bit right now that you said you guys kind of bump heads sometimes at home because you guys are both alphas. Yeah. I think you a lot of people can gain a lot of knowledge from that. Yeah. Uh, explain what that's like. It's just having some somebody that's such a hustler at home that you're building a business with. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you're building a business, she's building her business, yeah. and you're raising a family with. How, how is that like? Man. Uh, give, give, me, give me a little <laughs> feedback on that. First and foremost, still learning, I'll tell you that. Um, but honestly, it started like we did our premarital counseling. We're like, okay, this is how I communicate. This is how, you know, I, you know, interpret things and same for her. And you have to realize like, as far as like when you guys are having your conversation, how your partner's gonna receive it. Like she knows if she's telling me something off the bat, like you gotta give me like a day or something to process it. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna give you a response right then and there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like learning little stuff like that and understand that you guys are a team at the end of the day, regardless if like she's building her business or I'm building G6, at the end of the day, we're trying to build something, you know, together, right? That's where the legacy starts. and. Um, we try to make sure we're setting a good example for the kids, right? Because, you know, my daughter, my sons, they, got, they have to see that. They got to see like, okay, you know, I'm loving your mother, mom's loving dad, right? They're going to see that before any of the income. 
right? So we want to make sure like we're setting a good foundation because at one point they're going to be taking it or that's the goal. Yep. Right? That they take it and they elevate it to, you know, things that we have never, you know, we would never see. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, man. Where, where, give, give me the love story. What you guys mean? Ooh, okay. You said it was a oh, Long Beach yeah, story. So man, I'm, it's I'm a interested. Long, it's, a, it's a Long Beach thing. Let me so, hear it. you know, it's crazy. And, I, and I'm, I'm taking it back. So I actually got hurt my senior year at San Diego State. Um, so I was back home for some reason. I was back home. Because I heard you were a raw football player. Man. What I, did you play? I was what called I played safety. I played safety. So we beat up on the receivers. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it... If some freak accident happened, like nerve injury, um, so it brought me, like I said, I was back home for some reason, and then my boys are like, let's go to downtown, you know, we are in Second Street in Long Beach, a uh, spot called Legends, shout out Legends for that. Uh, and I remember like, and I was chilling, I didn't really want to be out, like I was already on painkillers and stuff, I wasn't drinking or nothing, but I sat down, and I remember seeing Jess walk through, and I'm just like, like hey, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna shoot my shot. Like, I saw her make eye contact, and I'm like, bet. Like, the worst she can say is no. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, went to go approach her. Conversation went well. We got to talking about Lakers and Kings and stuff like that. Shout out, Lakers. Shout out, Kings, <laughs> baby. I was like, shout out to Lakers. Hey, hey, the first thing he says when he walks in here, you're going to put a Laker flag in here. The answer is no. great up here. No. Look great. <laughs> anyway. So, you guys really talked about the Kings and Lakers? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. I knew hey, I loved you, man. Jess. That's what I'm talking about, Jess. I knew I loved you. So, it's crazy because I was like, that should have ended it right there. But yeah. we, kept, we kept going. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, honestly, man, like, it's... It was good conversation. You know how it goes. It was good conversation. And then she, like, disappeared for a year. And I was in Hermosa Beach. We met again. Like, literally. Like, random? Random. Oh, shit. Like, and I saw her. And I'm like, is that Jess? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then, like, we picked up right where we left off. And then she disappeared for another year. And by this time, I'm like, bro, I'm done. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm not chasing you. You guys never kept, like, contact, like, like phone we, number we, or nothing? We, we texted and stuff. Oh, okay. But I was like, every time I tried to hang out with her, she said she's doing something. Mm. And I was just like, all right, man. Like, whatever. But, like, looking back on it, I'm glad we didn't hang out during, during those, those times. Because time. yeah. if we did, it probably would have been a fling and that's it. Um, but then one time, randomly, I'm just sitting, just hanging. And I see, like, so I, I saved her Jessica downtown Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. Hey, but I, I saved it. I remember that. But I was like, I had to remember where she came from anyway. But like, and she's like, she hit me and she was telling me about how her roommate saw my like Instagram or something. And then like, she claimed me. I'm like, you claiming me now? Like, it's been like a year or some change, you know? Like, every time I try to hang with you, you don't give me no love. Yeah. Um, but then, man, it was like the first time we hung out. That was history, man. Like this, then, it was it was solid. Next, you know it. She moved you up here. There you go. Moved me to Sacramento and got children. So yeah, but it was cool, man. Like, you had your 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 first one here, or was she or was she born so in SoCal? This like when we found out Jess was pregnant, we moved up here. Oh, okay, okay. And bro, I didn't know I didn't know nothing about Sacramento. I was like, Sacramento is the only something you saw on the freeway, like yeah. that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had no, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but at the same time, I wasn't stressed when I found, and I, that's why I knew Jess was different. I wasn't mm-hmm. stressed when I found out she was pregnant. I don't know if that was God telling me something, whatever. I was like, all right, bet. Like, and at the time, I'm not trying to raise a baby in LA. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, let's come to SAG. Let's see what it's about. And that was a culture shock. It felt like culture shock. I was like, it's Sag- different. Oh yeah, it's different. Way of, different. It's, it's, it's way better. It's, it's, oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> don't know about all that. 
But energy, energy is this, yeah. this different. But I'm, I'm a homebody and I have a family now, so it's not like 21 year old. No, you going out. So I'm chilling. The only thing I remember when Jess first took me to the uh, river or whatever, I was like, hell no, this ain't it. Like river and <laughs> wait, <laughs> and you the, were in the river swimming? No, but oh, I was good. like, I was like, I was like, we don't swim I was in like, no, but I was like. The beach, you get cool air and stuff. I was like, heck no. Like, it's we hot. on the rail. I'm like, it's still hot. It's hot the whole you know? time. And I was like, I'm not swimming in this water. No. <laughs> Smart decision. <laughs> Smart decision. You want to swim in that no. water. No, but it was, I mean, it's cool. Raising the family. We just chilling yeah. inside. You know what I'm saying? So, so tell me about you, man. So tell me your whole life. Where you were oh, raised, man. where you were born. Man, Let's perfect. get everyone okay, familiar with we you. Okay, we going there. So um, I'm, grew up, I grew up in Compton, California. Uh, as I was getting older, we started moving to like the Orange County area. Mom was trying to have a better life. Um, I'm the oldest of seven. So oh, what? I, yeah, so I got six sisters, six younger sisters. Only boy. All girls? Yeah, man. That's why I play sports. Oh, you try to shit. you try to hit up on them, you in trouble. <laughs> Damn. So I was like, yeah, so it, it required me to, you know, grow a little bit faster, you know, especially being the only boy taking care of all your yeah. sisters. Um, and just kind of like my mom's only, she had me young, she had me at 15. So it was one of those things. I was the kid that was passed in college in the classes and stuff, and my grandmother raised me. Um, and your parents were together the whole time. I have a different biological dad. I know oh, that's okay. that's a whole that's a whole conversation for oh, a whole different day. Yeah. So I have different biological dad, but um, who I call dad. I mean, he's been there. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying he's the reason. Honestly, G6 was started. Yeah. You know, he. My whole motto is define yourself, and that came from him. All these late nights being, and I remember it'd be day before the games. He'd be having me doing all the jailhouse workouts. We lived in a cul-de-sac push-ups in front of every house and stuff like that. He had me boxing. We doing bear crawls on the turf. Like this, this everything you can possibly think of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I respect. I was like, I respect it to this day. I mean, he taught me that work ethic. Um, but yeah, man. Like so, you know, I play. I was a multi-sport athlete in high school. I'm talking about like track, basketball football, like everything, you know, you know how it was. Yeah, like, you played all the sports. Yeah, so, but then it got to a point, like, because basketball was actually my main sport. How, how did you decide that you were going to play football instead Ooh. of, like, how did you make the decision? You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you remember, you remember when SC played Texas? Mm -mm. I don't know, that was 2005. I think that's like Reggie Bush or Vince Young. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was those times. And I remember our basketball coach scheduled practice. I'm like, I ain't going. Like, I was like, probably 16, 15 year old kid, but I'm like, I'm not going. I'm about to watch this game. Um, and then like he scheduled it just to see who's gonna show up. Mm. Oh, so he scheduled it on purpose. Yeah, and time. I was just like, nah. And that just kind of put like a rift because I was supposed to go to varsity next year, and those coaches are moving to varsity, and I'm just like, nah. And I specifically remember my varsity coach, Coach McCluskey. Shout out to you. Like he sat me down and told me like, you know, should you really think you're gonna play college football and stuff? And I'm just like, yeah, like. He's like, but I think you have a better shot in basketball, this and that. I'm like, all right, bet. And then that's when I was like, okay, I'm putting everything into football. Everything. Because I was like, the way I, the way I was in basketball, I just translated to playing corner in football. I'm like, in basketball, I took pride in defense. I'm like, you ain't getting past me. I know how to read lanes, all that stuff. I'm quick, all that. So I'm like, okay, all this is is corner. In football, I just have to stay in front of you, this and that. Lock, and I'll have the sideline to my advantage. I'm like, bet. So I remember my after I got my first article in the paper, put it right on his desk. I'm like, I'm going to college. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. And why'd you pick San Diego State? Oh man, I was probably a young dumb. You want <laughs> to party? Sit. But at the same time, I'm like it's San Diego. I was like San Diego. I felt like man, we were on that uh, 
what's that movie with uh, Jesus Shuttles where he got game? Oh, yeah, yeah, So it was yeah, like yeah. that, like that recruit trip. It was like that. So I was just like, man, I'm 17 years old because I wanted to go far at first. I wanted to, you know, just kind of make my own life. I didn't want to yeah. stay in Cali. Change it up. Yeah, so but that first trip was wild. And then you just promised all the good stuff. You know how recruiting goes. They're saying all the good stuff and crazy things. Ron committed, coaching staff got fired. Yeah, so it was wild. So like, when you committed, they got committed, fired. They got fired. So I had, and this, and that's common. So I had another coach and staff. They respected it, but you don't have that same like love, yeah, that same energy. And I'm just like, man. But it's already signed that LOI. You know, that's what we tell her. I'm like, once you sign the LOI, you, you know, you yeah. you signed the life away a little bit. How were your grades in high school? Oh, I'm the first few years. It was just football, football and girls. That's all it was. But I actually transferred. Uh, to a private school, Orange Lutheran, and then what, what grade? So this was second semester of my junior year. Okay, which was like a big thing because I had made all county, and I was like all state and everything, my junior year. So when I transferred, it was like it was huge. This is before like you know what kids do now. This is before like I think I was like I was in the newspaper and all that, and they're like private schools are still on a public school player. But I was like I didn't know what Orange Lutheran was. I had no idea. Um, but I felt convicted when I stayed on campus because I was like, I want to play against the best. You know, um, Orange Lutheran is in the Trinity League. I don't know if you ever heard of that Trinity League. We like to say that's like the SEC of high school football. Okay. So the modern day Servite St. John Bosco's. And I'm like, I'm going to play guys who I'm going to see on Saturdays. So I was like, I'm going to step up to this competition. If I ball out here in Trinity League, it should be Kate. You know, I'm I'm set. I'm, I know I'm ready to go play in college. Yeah. So, um, yeah, going, you know, transferred second semester of my junior year. And uh, like 3.0s, 3.0s were looked at like, eh, like 2.0s at public school. So I'm like, I can be better. Plus I had this support as far as like coaches and teachers who were gonna push you. You know, I'm like, and I wanted to elevate myself, not only as a football player, but a student as yeah. well. You know, I didn't want to be the dumb black kid in the class. There was only about 10 of us at the school. You know what I'm saying? So I want to make sure I was representing my family, myself, right? You know, because I, I think I, I had one younger sister at the time that was there. I want to make sure she's good. I don't yeah. want to make it look like your brother's just some Retarded. dumb job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I couldn't do that. So I, you know, it was priority. I was like, you know, I learned early, like, how you do one thing is how you do, you do everything. everything. You know what I'm saying? That's hella good. So I made sure I was like, So okay. junior and senior, you had good grades. Oh, yeah. you, I think you I graduated with like a 3.5. Oh, that was good. Yeah. So. And that helped with you with, with your scholarship or oh, anything like absolutely. that? Oh, absolutely. And I, I think at that time, especially, I mean, a school like San Diego State, and I had more offers and stuff, but it they didn't look at academics like too much. I think they cared about SAT and ACT at the time. Mm -hmm. But still, I wanted to make sure, like, even when I'm taking those college classes, because I heard, like, you get more freedom. They'll tell you something's due in a month. If you don't do it, you know, that's just like you out of luck. You ain't going to do something that's a, a month out. Yeah. You ain't going to finish that the night before. Um, so I just carry those same that same work ethic. With me. How, how, what kind of tip would you give somebody, a teenager mm. that's struggling right now with their bad grades? And, okay. and you know how you said yeah, yeah. the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yeah. How do you get them to believe in that mindset yeah. with a 14, 15 year old right now? How do you, what would you tell it's, them? It's a matter of want to number one, but I was just like, keep practicing those habits. Cause it's not even necessarily about the grade. It's not like, yeah. all, cause all at the end of the day, all it is is effort. It is effort. That's it. That's all it is. It's not about the A, B or C. It's like, how much effort did you put into it? I don't care if it was a C or a B or whatever. Like at least you did the best of your ability to get to that. I'm not gonna put the pressure of like, hey, you gotta get 
you got to be right in life 95% of the time to, you know, be an A student, whatever. But I'm saying like that, that energy that you put in whatever sport, like you could do that in academics. It's yeah. just like if you want to or not. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Where did the want and effort come for you? Like how, did, how was that born in you? Was it because you were focused in, in, in college or yeah. is it you focused in sports? How did you, it was, it was, or was it because you wanted to do, like you said, for yeah. your sister yeah. and your family to represent? Is that where it came from? Where, I, did, where did the effort grow from you? Like, yeah. where did it come from? I know, like, my great-grandmother, she's huge in my life. She's still around. She just turned 100. What? Yeah. Hey, happy she, birthday, yeah. yo. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. tight, so, 100? So, so she's... That's badass. Like, I just saw how, like, my great-grandmother, like, my all the women in my family, my mom, like... So I remember my mom, and I think it was my sixth, was it my fifth, fifth, fifth sister? She got her master's, like literally, like she she walked, and then about an hour, two hours later, had my sister. What? Yeah, like that's how, like, but that's that's what I, I I've grown I've grown up seeing it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I've I've grown up seeing like, especially in a big family, like I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to hustle to make sure you guys are fed and this and that. Like I've seen it. Yes, yeah, so it's just you, a matter of tapping into it. I love that you said that because as parents, for people that are listening to this, that, that are parents, yeah. and you, this is the second time you said this in this conversation so far. Yeah. First, you said that you and Jess set an example for your kids because yeah. they're going to eventually follow that example because yeah. you follow the same example your, grandpa, your grandma made for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's important, I think, for parents that are watching this to make sure that if you expect something out of your kid yeah. in the future, what kind of example are you setting for them? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's a comment and it's very easy to make. Yeah. Uh, expect these expectations of your kids when you yourself yeah. are not living those. No, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I see, I mean, we see it so much in training. Um, shoot, but I'm just like, man, this is this is like a life principle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to get to the point and I, when I'm, when it's all said and done, I have something to leave for my kids. Yeah. You know, I didn't have kids so they can take care of me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I want to be able to be like, okay, you're 18, here's something. that You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, it's not just the money that I'm giving. I've taught you the principles how to, now when I give you that seed, you know how to make multiple trees. What know? is What is something that you think your parents did very well with you that you think you could pass on to somebody. Mm -hmm. You said your you said your father did. He gave you all this. He yeah. was getting you. He was getting you shadow box yeah. in the mirror and stuff like that. But what is something both parents, mom and dad, they, did for you? I feel like they were resilient. Right? Explain. They were resilient as far as no matter what might have been going on, and I didn't realize till I was older. Like they're gonna make sure we're fine. Yeah. You know. They're gonna make sure we're good. We have food on the table. We had a roof over our head, you know, even if it wasn't our roof, we're somewhere. You yeah, know what I mean? Good. Yeah, like we are good. Like it wasn't a matter of, okay, what clothes am I gonna wear? Like they made sure, you know, we good. Like times weren't easy. We all we all have those times. Like everyone has their own struggles. Um, but they kept showing up. And I yeah. think that's the that's the big thing that I that I take and I want to pass them. Like, keep showing up. Keep showing up. Even when you don't want to, keep showing up. Cause you don't know like what you're building um, for the the next version of you. Like you're yeah. built, you're building something that like might not prepare you for now, but might prepare you for the next season. That makes sense. You know what 100%. I mean? Percent. Yeah. So you get your grades up. You got your three point five. Yeah. And you get to San Diego State. What is? Tell us about when you first get to San Diego. Oh, what's school like? What's the yeah. atmosphere like? Oh, it was. 
what is it like to be? Because this is the first time I'm talking about. It's the first time I like I was on my own. Mm-hmm. My mom's very like overprotective, so it's like the minute you drop me off in dorms, and I'm like, oh, there's girls that live on the same floor as us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's that like I have freedom. I can go walk down the street to you know McDonald's or whatever, and I can I can eat food when I want to. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Um, but it's what's the movie that like? What like great power comes with great responsibility? Yeah, you know. But that, that's what it was. It's just like, oh, yes, you have all this freedom, but you're representing San Diego State football. <laughs> so you yeah, got to be yeah. mindful of that. Because, I mean, if you do something or act out of the party, guess what? You're going to be on that police report the next day. Everybody's going to see that. I think it's public access to that. Yeah. You know, but like this, the, the environment itself, I'm like, man, I made it. Like I get to check off like, okay, you're in college. But I knew that, like, I think Kobe said, I was like, job's not finished. Just because I got here yeah. doesn't mean like I've done it. I'm like, okay, how are you going to finish? Right? I like that. I think yeah. that's huge right there. Right there, right there. Oh, yeah. Because there's so, it's so easy to get comfortable when you accomplish something. Yeah. And feel like yeah. I'm done. Like this is it. Yeah. But like you, you said. Want, you want to know something? And this, is, and this is a principle I've been teaching to anyone I can come in contact with. We never talk about the backside of blessings ever. Like you talk yeah. about getting the blessing, but I'm like, once you get the blessing, like, once you get the gym or once you get the scholarship, I'm like, you got to go to work. Yep. You know, you can't just get it and chill. And that happens. You see people like they get it and they're like, oh, I made it. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, time, it's time to put in more work than what you yep, did. Because it's harder to maintain it. Exactly. Yep. So I was like, OK, that was my mindset. I'm like, once I got there, I'm like, OK, how am I going to start on the football team? How am I you know, going to meet as many people as I can? Like, I'm thinking moves. How long were you there? For four and a half years. Four. I registered it. Registered my first year. Yeah. How, how was that? That was a struggle. That was a struggle because you're seeing like, <laughs> you're seeing guys playing. I'm like, man, I, I'm, I outperform you. Easy, you know? But at the same time, um, I don't know if I was mature enough to play. It's like maybe physically I could have played, but I don't know if like. Mentally. Yeah, because it, it, it goes more than just like, because I, I was definitely like a, a film rat, man. Like I'm watching film. Even from playing in like what I told you was like the SEC of high school football, like we were taught all this time management, everything like accountability. Um, like I knew that part, and I was just like, like why am I not playing? But I was, you know, there's things happen for a reason. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take this year to develop physically, mentally. So it's like once we're ready to play, once this redshirt year is over, there's like no looking back. I'm starting all four years. Yeah, you know. So what was it like to? Uh like the classes and juggle sport in, in college? Is it harder than high school? Is it similar? Uh, that's a good question. I, w- I would say it's a, a little hard because you have more freedom. Mm-hmm. So like you're, we're talk- you're talking about you're in a like two, 300 person lecture. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the only thing challenging with it is like, say you have practice at 5 a.m. You're going straight to class. For, it's funny, like you hear the schedules. You might hear like our older heads talking about how schedules used to be. I'm talking about we start from like 6 a.m. wouldn't be done till like 9 p.m. You know, I'm talking about we have classes, uh, our workouts, classes, practice, and then sometimes you're even going back to classes or study halls. Uh, all the freshmen had to do study hall. By the time you get out of the athletic center, it's like nine o'clock, and then just knowing you have to wake up and, and do, do it, it again, again. You know, and that part was hard because it's like we're doing all this, and I'm like, I can't play on Saturday. You know, like I have. Yeah, this, that's gotta have, be rough. You, I have you, to you're doing up. all the practice, yeah, but no game. Yeah, but it's. How do you how do you maintain a good mindset during that? Man, that's, that's gotta, gotta be rough. Yeah, that part was hard, but it's like I want to be ready. 
Like, I want to be ready for when it's my time. You yeah. know, I think that's what I had to, like, stop soaking and being pissed at you not playing. I'm just like, all right, bet. But it's like, I'm telling the starters. How long did you do that for? Like, uh, the practicing when, practice with, no, with no games. Like, how, like how, how long's the season? I forgot how long the season was during the time. But we're talking about weeks, months, right? Like, if you make it to, like, late December or January, that means you were successful as a football team. And the thing, San Diego State wasn't successful our freshman year. Um, but I remember all the freshmen, we all sat in a room and, like, we're going to change this. You know, yeah, you guys and are committed. Even, yeah, we're like, we have to change this. And ever since we started playing, I think that next year was the first time we won league in a while or something like that. And then we've been to bowl games ever since. Yeah. Is I there think, any players that you played with that are now in the NFL? Oh, man, it was multiple. Um, so <laughs> list goes on. We, has all, we always had good running backs. Ronnie Hillman, I know he played on the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, my boy Colin Lockett, he played on the Redskins for a while. Um, man, let's go. This goes on and on. We had some. We had some dudes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So then you get. Tell us about this injury. What, what oh happened? man, freak accident. It was. I think it was around this time, bro. I think it was this day. Wait, like October? It was October fourth. Well, are you serious? Dang, it's a, it's the fourth, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. It was this day. That's wild. Yeah. We played in Nevada. It was this day. So I was in cover two, receiver gets like a little screen and I'm, I'm coming downhill and he's bigger dude, 6'3", like, like the 220, you know, and I hit him, I hit him mainly with my left side and what they call, I don't know if it, this happens in boxing, they call it a stinger, right? So I'm like, I hit him and I'm like, okay, it doesn't feel right, like whatever, but adrenaline's high, end up finishing the game, but then the next day, I couldn't even like take my shirt off. I couldn't even lift, like normally you lift the next day. I couldn't even lift like 10 pounds. So I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm like, the stinger's still here. Like it feels tight all in like my trap neck. And I'm like, something's not feeling right. You know, I think already at that time I had atrophy going on in my in my arm. Um, and then for like like two months, it was weird. Like I would know what I'm about. It was almost like, uh, like stroke symptoms. Like my whole left side would go numb. And I didn't tell any of the coaches of this, what? but I'm talking about like without, without doing anything, I would know like my brain be like, okay, it's coming. And my whole body would just go numb or not, not whole body, the left side. Or even when I'm getting like my nervous system ready to go, like I'm like, some, something's not mm -hmm. feeling right. And I think I, we had a bye week the next week and then we played and I actually cleared the test. I don't know how the heck. I think it was just because I was strong enough to clear the test, played Air Force. And then I was looking on film, I was running like this the whole time. I wasn't even cranking my arm. And then I told the doctors and it that's the part that hurt is when the doctor's like, yeah, you're done for this season. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm a senior. I'm like, what? I'm like, NFL is the next step, doc. Like, is there waivers I have to yeah, sign? Like, is, is there something I can do? And that, like that, that whole, like that whole experience was, that, that, that was way heavier than any red shirt so it's like you're almost there. You're not like NFL scouts are possibly looking at this film, you know, and I'm just like and I went into a, a very dark place because, like I said, I had doctors telling me I met with uh, I think it's Peyton Manning's neurologist because at the time no one gave me an explanation. I think there was a guy from the Chargers that had something like it, but not uh, to my degree. Yeah. Um, so doctors really didn't give me a clear cut answer. So I'm just like I just went to a dark place. I went to a dark place. It's. You know how it is with sports. It's next man up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What is this dark place? What were you doing? 
So excuse me, mom, for saying all this, but <laughs> it was everything, bro. I was um, freaking drinking, drugs, woman. That's all it was. Yeah. And, you true, know, in no, in no particular order. I just didn't want to be alone. Yeah. Like that was a big thing. And then I couldn't practice. How like, long were you in that dark place for? Years. Oh, really? <laughs> years. And uh, yeah, it, it, it was years because what we tend to do as athletes, we attach our identity to what we do. Yeah. And then at the time too, like I was like, I don't want to let anyone down, you know? And I'm like, well, this is out of my control. It feels like, um, and I was able to someone get my, you know, my strength back, but nobody was going to clear because nobody wants to be responsible if you on paralysis on another hit, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it was just months and years of insecurities built up. Like, I didn't want to, you know, be in a normal state. That's why, you know, I was making my own lean. I was, I had multiple women over a day. Like I'm drinking, doing it all, man. When did you come to the? When did this come to an end? Like what Ooh, happened? This man, like this funk. I, honestly, it was a thing that traveled with me mentally for a while, and it's not till like after I met, like Jet. Jess helped me get out of it a lot, um, but there just came a point where I'm like. I, I I didn't realize I carried this with me for so long, even with like, let's say starting G6 up, I was afraid to put myself out there again. The last time I put myself out there, the injury came, right? So it took me, it took me years to finally realize like, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Like you've been showing up, like you don't need to, you don't need validation from anybody. Like at the time, NFL was my validation, but now I'm like, okay, it's, it's time to go. Like you can, you can do it, put yourself out there and see what happens, you know? So I think I, I made a post about this on Instagram. I'd have to go back and look, but I remember when I like shared my story and how much, so much feedback came Oh yeah. and how many people like related to it. And I was like, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like- Nah, when you share good. your story and you open up to people, it yeah. is a trip with it, right? Yeah. I, it, people connect with you. Yeah. Like now they're like, man, he knows how I'm feeling. He, yeah. he understands it. Yeah. And it definitely helps. It was one of those things, like, after seeing the people, like, after them understand, it was like, I didn't go, and I think a lot of people need to realize this, like, what the, what you go through is sometimes not about you. Like, I had to go through it to help the next person out, you I, know? I like, I like how you said yeah, that, like, it, You said, yeah. what you go through sometimes is not about you. Yeah, and I, like, I had to go through it for somebody else, right? And that's, and, like, I wouldn't change that. You know, because yeah. I think that shows strength in the individual you are, because some people would have broke, yeah. you know, especially as male athletes. Man, we see male athletes commit suicide yeah. left and right, you know, and I'm and I was at that point. I was at that point where it was like, hey, I'm just going to crash this car into the street and we're going to see what happens, you know. But I kept showing up and I kept showing up for my teammates. That was a big thing because I'm like, I don't want them to see me broken. You know, even if I wasn't there mentally, I'm like, Physically, I'm gonna keep showing up, be there. Um, and that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing with G G6, you know, with family. Yeah, and so tell us about G6, man. What You said it's, it stands for define yourself. Yeah, so that, that's that, the motto in yeah, it. Yeah, that's give the us, motto. Give us where the name came from, where the motto came from. <laughs> so really nothing special about G6. That was just my college number. Mm -hmm. So I think there was like one of the younger safeties, like after some play, he called me G6 and it kind of just stuck with it. Um, the motto, define yourself, that was like with my dad. Uh, I'll never forget, we do all these like late night workouts and stuff, like just doing extra. 
And he's like, I remember him. It was one of those like, you know how the movie moments. It was one of those moments. He said, "Look, I'm not trying to have you be me. I'm not trying to have you be anyone else." He's like, "You need to define yourself. Like, create the best version of you." And he's like, "I'm happy. And that's all I need to hear." I'm like, "Bet, like, you took a, a weight off my shoulders because I thought like you wanted me to be this version of you or, you know, whatever this athlete is." And he's like, "Oh, this gonna be you." And that's what this whole concept of G6 was because I was. During that time after I'm like, okay, I'm putting myself out there. I'm like, look, I'm not here to be the next gym or, you know, the next best athlete or next best trainer. I'm like, I'm here to just be me. Yeah. You know, and that's why I tell, that's why I tell all my clients from old to young. I'm like, like, you don't need to seek validation from another flawed human being. Like, what is that going to do? You know, <laughs> like they have, they, they have their insecurities and stuff like that too. So I just, just put yourself out there, put yourself out there and, and every day, like, I, I know we give these percentages, like 1%. I'm like, you know, try to come a little bit better. Yep. That's, it. That's what's, it. What's your vision with G6? Like, tell Man, us your vision, your like, goal. What, what is it? My one thing I've always said, I'm not here, and this is no disrespect to Sacramento. I'm, like, I'm not here to be the best gym in Sacramento. Like, I've always looked at this like a, a bigger thing to where you can affect people worldwide, nationwide, um, and whatever they do as far as even the training. The physical, the mental, I, I feel like the mental, you can't have one without the other. I always say like your phone means nothing if I took that SIM card out of it. You have a gray shell, but it, it means nothing <laughs> now, you know? So that's that's kind of the way I put everything together. That's a great, that's a great one. You know I what I'm like saying? Cause I, I know mental health has been the big thing, but I'm like, how did it take you in the past 10 years to finally realize like athletes are humans? You know what I'm saying? And now athletes have the, um, the ability to actually say their story, which I think is dope. You know, they have the podcast, they got social media and stuff. I mean, you don't have a brand telling you, you know, what to say. Yeah. So I always feel, I always feel that's love. Um, but that, that, like, that's the goal to compete or to be like the, the next Nike. You know, I, I told, I've told people in my circle, I'm like, man, like somebody had to jump from the free throw line. It yeah. took one person to jump from the free throw line. And how many people have done it since? It's just, are you going to be willing to do it? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's where we're at. So you want to do something bigger than just locally oh yeah i want to create a brand yeah like I, like that's the whole goal like yes training is a part of it but it, it goes more than that you can call it a lifestyle brand however however yeah. you want to describe it but we're going to be a brand you know like i want people to realize like once you put this on like, it's a dope ass logo like, by the way appreciate you like it'll yeah. give you the ability i really like it appreciate you it'll give you the ability to be like you know i can do this yeah you know, I think like Nikes is just do it, but I'm just like, you're already doing it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're already doing it. So who's all part of your team? Oh Good. man, yeah. So do you, who, who is it? Is yeah, it you uh, and a few man. other people? Yeah, How big so, is your team? So lately, and my guy just showed up. <laughs> it's my videographer, Maurice Jordan. Yeah, Teddy, uh, AKA yeah. Teddy. <laughs> Teddy Pentagrad over there. Yeah, look at him, look at him, look at him. <laughs> oh man, so that's my guy, that's my, that's my guy, man. Like. And we talked about it ever since. Like I remember seeing on his uh, like little biography or on the social media, it says storyteller. And I'm like, that's what I need. I don't need another highlight video. I need you telling stories. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, man, we've been clicking. Um, I met a gentleman. I think the Kings had a uh, the Barrier Symposium a few years back. I met a gentleman named Nicholas Paul. So he's the director of sports performance. He's been like my right hand man. Um, he's taking this to. I always call him little Clark Kent. He's a little. He's a numbers guy. But he's taking this to places I never would imagine. But I feel like that's the beauty of a team. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm like, you'll be able to see stuff that I wouldn't have seen. You know, same way with Mo. 
Um, and lately we're, you know, we're trying to get intern trainers as well. So nothing's like solidified, but we have some people, you know, around us to where like, man, you guys can make a difference. What are your, what are your class uh, times? Like, is it like Monday to Friday? Yeah, so Saturday? We, we do have, uh, like normally I'm early mornings. You know, I like to, uh, I like to get my time back. So I'm starting at, as early as 5.30, you know, 6 a.m. every day. Um, but, and we have our set schedules, like, um, we have some outdoor training sessions, Tuesday, Thursday, like, um, Monday, Wednesday, stuff like that. And we just added, um, team sessions to where we're actually traveling outside of SAC. So we're going to Davis, uh, Elk Grove, you know, cause that was one thing like moving here. I'm like, why is everybody staying in a bubble? You know, <laughs> like you only can grow so fast if you stay in your bubble. So I'm like, how are we going to reach out to multiple people? You know, I've, I've been using this whole, like, um, motto like we're building without the building yeah you know? how did you know you wanted to do this like like uh, wh where did this come from you get hurt you this i, I didn't, didn't how did this like i didn't know i didn't sit and have a five-year plan i'm just like okay out of pain created this purpose mm. you know like it was one of those things i'm like okay i'll train you know like that was the easy thing for me to do i'm like oh i've worked out i'm in shape i can train then lot got into coaching and then started to understand my voice as a coach and, you know, I'm like, oh, let's start this business. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, we'll be a cool name. You know, I'm going to use G6, whatever. And then, So it all just yeah, grew like, from that. Yeah, like things start growing organically. Like, I know we have these plans and all, but I'm like, what happens if you don't hit that five year or that 10 year? Like, I, you know, like sometimes you just got to go. Just yeah. take it day by day and then look up and be like, oh, dang, look what I've done. Yeah, yeah. you know, and that's kind of what we're doing now. I can sit and tell you kind of what I have in mind, but... It might change. So know. when did you establish G6? Uh, 2019. 2019? Yeah, 2019 officially. So you're three years in. Did you envision it being this way three years ago, or did you envision it different? Um, I would say I, I was very small-minded with it because I was envisioning, like, what I can do. Yeah. But then I started realizing, I'm like, I can only go so far by myself. Yep, I agree. And I'm getting burnt out, you know? So I'm like, let me ask for help. And even when I ask for help, it probably might have been at a premature time, but I think it was a perfect time because I met Nick and Nick led to, you know, another person. And then we start collaborating with coaches like I'm huge on collaboration. Yeah, I see that uh, the coalition you did. Yeah, the Sacramento Athletic Coalition. That was like uh, shout out Lee Performance, Blair Orr. Yeah. You know, that was something me and him were talking about because I'm like coaches talk about it. But like, I'm like, no one's ever done it. And once again, I got inspired from. Um, uh, when the Kings did the symposium, I'm like, man, because at first I didn't want to go up because I'm like, I'm not qualified. But then we got there and I'm like, man, everybody's ego is down, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, how, how do we do that on a smaller scale? So me and Blair were talking. I'm like, all right, let's just set it up. Like, forget it. Like, well, I'll give you a date. We're going to set it up. We're going to see who wants to, you know, show up. And we actually had, a, you know, a good turnout and everything. It was. It was a good yeah, turnout. Yeah, it was a good turnout. And it's like, I'm like, guys. The way I look at it, if I gave you every client in your area, you would hate life. You would hate life. If I sat in here, I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, um, I'm Jose, I'm gonna give you every boxer here. You know, yeah, yeah, it's too much. <laughs> You'd be like, I can't, I can't maintain it. Yeah. So I'm just like, why don't we, you know, collab with each other? Like it's it's not even about us, it's about our clients, you know, put our egos to the side and let like if we're really about it, let's do it. Let's do this for these clients, you yeah. know. And if I can, if there's some way, like, and you've done it with me, we've had business conversations and stuff, and shoot, I'm using some of your framework, and it's like, my job, I'm not here to reinvent the wheel. I'm just like, if I can make it a little more efficient, and there's people already doing it, 
Do Let it. me see, you know, let's do it. Yeah. You know, so that, you know, the um, the coalition has you, been dope, man. That's one thing you're very good at is yeah. reaching out, conversating with people. Oh, you do really good at that. Yeah. I was, and I was inspired. I had one, uh, one teacher, it's probably one thing I learned from college. He's like, I challenge you to meet somebody new every day. And I ran, I like, I ran with it. I'm like, bet. And he's like, like, fellas, don't go meeting a new lady. He's like, like, yeah. actually, you know, actually sit Some down. Some get into that Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they be like, bet, okay. They be like, bet. <laughs> no, nah, but, <laughs> but I took it from what it was. I was like, all right, you know, let me, let me just go sit down with, you know, here's this football player. I'm sitting down with some random to have lunch with. Now let's just spark a conversation. And that's literally what I do every day. Like, you know how it is. Like our goal is to like connect with people. Everybody. Right. So I was like, after I done that, it was crazy how all that comes back around. Like I remember one person I had lunch with, she ended up making, you know, my um, website. Yeah. Whatever. For free. Whatever <laughs> energy you put out to yeah. the world, you get the same energy. It, com- it comes back. It around. comes back. That's why it's good to be positive. No, and be, absolutely. And, and be good people. Yeah. Because it comes right back around. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So what is I'm, I'm going to ask you some random questions now. I want to ask you some completely random questions. Out here, when you go out to eat, you can hang out, you can go anywhere. What's your spot out here? Oh, man, hey, this is the one for here. Shout out uh, Q1227. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on now. Like, food fire. And it's not even like... It is. It's good. It's not even the food. It's like the experience. Yeah, it's good. I'm like, here I am seeing, number one, someone that looked like me. (laughs) (laughs) Someone that looked like me here in in Roseville, you know. But it's the fact, like, I'm like, man, it's the first chef to actually come around and talk to everybody. Yeah. And then my second time, he remembered when I came, I was like, yo, the experience is crazy. On top of the food being, I thought it was fire. What's your, what's your, your plate there? What's your oh, dish? Man, I think I had some steak. I'm a steak guy. All day. Uh, you like seafood? Uh, yeah. But you I, prefer I like steak? I'm, I'm a steak dude, all the way. Um, How you like it cooked? Yeah. What's up? How you like it cooked? I'm a medium. Medium? Yeah. All right. So now, next random question I'm going to ask up? you. Tell me something about Gabe nobody knows. Ooh. Dang, son. Dang. I'm about to think about this one. You can't lose. He, he, he looks like he wants to use a lifeline. Right. Call a friend. Because I feel like <laughs> I feel like I be telling my business. That's a crazy <laughs> thing. Like everybody know damn near everything about me. Um, I like to draw. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I actually was an art major in college. Do you still draw? Uh, I do it because my daughter is interested in it now. Because, mm-hmm. but before, like, I think it's one of those things in college. I'm like, okay, I'm doing these drawings, and I just start giving them away, you know. But uh, so, are you a good drawer, or you I just like I'm, to I draw? Think, I think I'm a good drawer. Yeah, yeah. Like, what I'm kind proud. of drawing? Like, like, like. So I was always like a sketcher. Like I'd be like, I look at somebody and be like, I'll sketch it down. Um, then we got into like the different, uh, like. The black, the gray, black tones. That's yeah. that. I was, I was good at that. Um, but yeah, and then like chalk, mm-hmm. like doing stuff with that. But I just do it with my daughter now. Like yeah. that, that used to be my getaway. But now it's like a way for me and her to, you know, have some, you know, daddy daughter time. Yeah, she dope at drawing. She way better. I feel like that's dope. Is <laughs> yeah, she one of those that just goes off memory? And I'm you like, you got a beautiful it. family, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate Your kids you. are beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you can collaborate with anybody, who would you collaborate? Anybody in the whole wide world? Mm. Collaborate with one person. Who would it be? Mm. Damn, that's a good one. And like the feel what we do, whatever. or just anyone. in whatever you can collaborate with them in whatever you want. Who man. are you collaborating with? Honestly, lately, I've been watching 
uh, Pivot podcast. Mm. I Ryan Clark. This is something like everything. Like they do it. They're doing. Yeah, you gotta check it out. They're doing what we're doing, but they're presenting. Um, I don't know. They're presenting more than just sports. Like I'm. A, I'm big on storytelling. Huge on storytelling. So everything they're doing, I'm like, man, they and and they do a good job. Him and his team, they do a good job of like going deeper than, you know, what you're doing on the field or the court yeah. or whatever, you know, your specialty is. And I'm like, it's real authentic, like, conversations. Like, you'll see one, I think me and Mo, like, I don't know how many times I watched it with Michael Beasley, and I'm just like, bro, this was wild. Like, that was heavy. I think it was heavy as a man to watch it. And I'm like, bro, he just wants, he just wanted help. And, and they provided the platform to where it's like, man, you crying here in front of camera? But it, it like it was authentic. It wasn't scripted, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I just so much respect because I respected him as a football player. He played for the Steelers, but I just respected, yeah, I, I respect so much of their vision and everything they're doing. So you, it'd be dope for you to collaborate oh, with them. Yeah, man, where, they, where are they out of? Yeah, uh, I think they're in Florida. Are they in Florida? Yeah, I want to say they're in Florida. I'm not familiar, but I need to look. So that you know. Um, what podcast? The I Am Athlete mm-hmm. with Brandon Marshall. So they were all on that same podcast, oh, and, and, then, and then they split up. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I don't I know need, what I happened. Need, I need to check it out. No, I, I, I haven't heard it. It's a solid one. Cool, cool. It's a solid one. All right, if you give anybody advice, yeah. one, one piece of advice, mm-hmm. what would you give that person? Any advice, life advice, business advice, whatever advice you want to give, what advice would it be? I know I've know I said keep showing up a lot, but... I would say don't be afraid to put different eggs in multiple baskets. I what think do you mean by I that? think we've been in this whole mentality of like put all your eggs in one. If you have a plan, you know, B, then you're not focused on your plan A. But I'm like, you were meant to, we were meant to do more than one thing. I don't care if you are the Michael Jordan. Like, just imagine if he stopped at basketball and didn't do any shoot. Like, I'm like, you can put multiple eggs in different baskets, and if one breaks, you have something to fall back on. Like, I think, like, the whole concept, like, define yourself is technically a paradox. Like, you're going to be doing that till you die, you know? But the yeah. fact the fact that you're willing to, like, hey, try something new, even if you fail, you'd be like, okay, on to the next thing. Who cares? You know? I think that's the part, like, people are afraid to be vulnerable. Yeah. Especially my men out here. I'm like, be vulnerable. It'll be all right. Like, I know I'm trying to do a better job of of it myself, but I'm like... I get more credit of the person that is vulnerable and took a risk than the person that's always afraid to yeah. even take that risk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's more... I see it like boxing and like, there's a guy that gets in the ring gets his ass kicked. Yeah. But hey, at least he got in the ring. Right. I mean, there's people that ain't, ain't even brave enough to get in the ring. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, that's very. I think that's very symbolic. People are afraid of like, like with life to get in the ring. They they super afraid. Yeah, because they're like they'll they'll talk it out. Like, what if this happens? Mm-hmm. You know, what if this happens? And I'm talking. just like, you don't. It didn't even happen yet. So how are you gonna tell me like, fear? The whole fear concept is not even real. Uh, you created real. this whole narrative that didn't even happen yet. You know, so that is so common, man. Yeah. So common. I see so many people in the gym that are like crazy talented. Yeah, and then in their head is like, they look at all the negative things that could possibly happen and in their head it's gonna happen. Yeah. And that's what's stopping them from doing it. Yeah. I was like, man, just just do it. Yeah. Just And that's it. and that's why, man, that's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. You know? So if if I can be the positive voice that you have in your day, you know, besides you scrolling on Instagram or it could be your family or even your friends, like yep. like I'm just, hey, I'll be that person. If I have to be that person, 
so be it, you yeah. know, but you have to find it at the end of the day. Like we can do it. We can say, talk all we want is, is you have to tap into it, you know? For sure. So is there anything you want me to, you want to add to the podcast? Anything you want to say before we end it? Anything you want to talk about? I got to give you your flowers, bro. <laughs> flowers, I'm going to give you it? your flowers. I'm going to give you your credit, man. Nah, like in no. the time we've got to know each other, because I know, and I, and I talked about it earlier, like the business model that you have and, and even the culture that you, and this is my first time here in this space, but I've seen on social media, like the culture that you have. Yeah. Like it is a reflection of how you are. And even the time we met, man, like, like I said, some, some of my framework for my own business is built off, yeah. you know, what you built. You Thank know, you so I, I, I hate how we have to wait till someone's in a casket <laughs> to, hey. you know, to talk about it. But I'm like, man, we go, I'm gonna let you know right now. I love that you said that. Yeah. I, you know, I actually think about that a lot. I'm like, I hate that we wait to someone to pass away at their yeah. funeral to say yeah. all the great things about them. Yeah. Like we should acknowledge people and tell people this more yeah. often, no, okay. just good things about them or whatever yeah. you you would want to say or how you feel about them. That's yeah. good. No. I appreciate you saying that, man. It means a lot. Um, I try my best to be the best. Um, I don't know how, if it comes out that way or if it is, but I really do try it. Like I thrive on that. Yeah. You actually got the gym when it's dead. You got to get yeah. in here because it's closed right now, yeah. but you got to get in here when it's Man, cracking and can, people's can, in here. I can only, I can only imagine, it's, it's, but it'd be jumping. Like it's one of those things like, bro, I'm on, like, you know, it might be the first time I hop on Instagram and I'll see one of your videos and I'm like, something like that can like set, like make or break someone's day. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, I, I have some positive, you know, stuff, especially like your videos that shows up on my first view, first few videos. And I'm like, all right, let's go. It changes, you, you know, you know, what's crazy. I, I, I'll share the story. Yeah. This was like four years ago. Yeah, like four years ago, maybe three. I, I, I woke up and we have these days. I woke up, man. I was just not feeling myself. I woke up depressed and for no reason. I had nothing. There's no reason for me to be depressed. I was just in a depressed mood, yeah. right? And I drove up to the gym, got here, parked, and I was just feeling like shit. And this dude, it, and it's, it's like 4.30 in the morning, five in the morning, yeah. pulls up to me on the side and drives up, yeah. and then when he drives past me, he puts his car in reverse and comes back. Yeah. Like I said, it's 4.30 in the morning. I'm like, who the fuck is this car pulling up? I'm, yeah. I'm like tripping. I'm like, thinking something's gonna go down. Like, who's this guy? Yeah. Pulls back. When he gets to me, he rolls his window down, and then he's like, hey, you're Jose Morales. And I was like, yeah? He was like, he's like, oh, man. He's like, every time I'm down, I come by your gym, and I look at it. He's like, your gym inspires me. Mm. And that's what he said to me. I was like, he was like, man, your story, everything about you is just, it, it resonates with me a lot. Yeah. And it makes me know that it's possible. Yeah. And so every time I'm feeling down, I drive by your gym. And he's like, I'm blessed that I got to see you what? and meet you. And then he drove off. Damn. Bro, that right there just changed my Shot mindset you. completely. Because <laughs> yeah. I went from I was down and feeling yeah. like shit to, damn, this dude just, yeah. like, he's just, fucking said this to me. I yeah. had never, ever, ever had anyone say that to me. Yeah. And and it's a simple comment or see someone speaking up. And I think that's why, like you said earlier, we got to be more vulnerable. And this is exactly why I do this podcast. A lot of people are like, Jose, why do you do the podcast? I don't make no fucking money on this. If anything, yeah, yeah. I lose money on this. Yeah. But I do this because this is how people can relate to different people, to relate to me. And it's a way to talk about real shit 
that people need to hear yeah. that sometimes people don't understand that everyone's going through this shit. It's not yeah. just you. And I put it out there. That's why when I, t I say things to people, I'm like, look, I'd say everything. It's just yeah. up to the people that want to listen to it. Yeah. I share everything. Yeah. And uh, nah, man, that's that's dope. I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, I can motivate you in yeah, that man. way and, and help in that way. I'm. I will always be here and help you. If I can, I will Appreciate always that. will. And, yeah, yeah. And, and share any knowledge that I got. Yeah. I will do so. Yeah. I respect you a lot as a as a father, as a husband, and as a coach and as a person. Yeah. So you're solid. I wouldn't have you here if I didn't. No, absolutely, so, man. I'm blessed to be here. So yeah, I've been asking for a minute. So. Yeah, and, and then yeah. and, and then the homie Teddy also brought it up last week. Like I said. <laughs> Uh, what? Why did you want to be a part of this podcast? What was something that for you drew you to be? I a part think of you it? you called it out. Is mm -hmm. like everybody that I've seen that's on here, like it is real. Yeah, you know, it's it's nothing fake. It's nothing like scripted out. Like, hey, we're gonna say this and that. Yeah, it's or like, like it's or, right it's, or, it's organic, you know. And uh, I was like, I want to be part of that because I'm big in like brand alignment. Mm -hmm. Like, if I knew. That, you know, I'm like, man, I can't really rock with this. I would not have even asked to be on this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that, like, our visions, what, we want, what we want for people, it's the same. Very, very. You know, and, and that's, like, that should be motivation enough. Like, if me and you are on this podcast, whoever's watching it, you can do it too. Yep. Like, some simple. Like, I don't care if you take the framework of Jose or G6, copy it. I do not care. Like, build a better version of it. You know what I'm saying? And, and just, like, live your truth. Yep. In all honesty. I love that. Yeah. I love that. All right, man. How can people stay connected with you? If people want to follow Gabe, uh, yeah. check you out, how can we connect? Absolutely. With you? So you guys can um, connect with me on Instagram, Gabe Lemon. I can't forget that. Um, G6 Athletes, you know, that's our company website. Um, we have that on Twitter. We have YouTube, all that good stuff. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. yeah. Which one are you the most active on? Are you um, probably my probably my Instagram. Instagram. Like, yeah. so I'm like, hit me up. I'm like, I'll talk back to you. I'll get back to yeah, you. Same. Yeah, same. Yeah. I don't really mess with any other one. Yeah, so. yeah cool, man. Yeah, man. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. This is it's been a, actually a real special episode, man. I'm yeah. I, I'm glad I glad I had you on and you came. So thank you for making the drive out Appreciate here. It. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked or you know somebody that can benefit from this episode, please share it, leave a review. And I will be back next week with another fire episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We out. There we go.